You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Gifted with Sheila White. I am really excited today to talk to this guest that we have today. He is awesome. You know, he is a coach and good coaches in sports can really make a difference in this world. You know, a good coach focuses on more than just winning championships. There's different types of coaches that we have. People have mentor coaches and coaches, success coaches and life coaches. But today we're going to talk to a coach that can help you win a championship. Um, this gentleman instills in his team um, teamwork, discipline and character building. And uh, that's on and off of the field. So I am excited today to have with us our coach, Nathan Atkinson. Welcome to the show. Gifted today. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's very blessed to have me on. I, I really appreciate it. You allow me to get my message out. You know, let's go to the beginning, Nate. Why did you decide to become a coach? I know you were in sports for a long time as a young man, but what made you decide to go into coaching? So when I was younger, I used to, uh, I came from the first projects in Juliet and um, I had to have to go to Washington Junior High. And with, with, uh, when I got there, I met Danny Turner. Uh, Danny Turner was one of my inspirations for me to want to start coaching. He would pick me up because I couldn't get rides to get back and forth to uh, basketball practice. And he would pick me up, uh, take me to practice, and then he coached me up. And he was one of my hardest coaches as well. So I really love working with him. Wow. Now, now you mentioned this coach that you had earlier and, and how influential he was in your life. Um, what types of values did he help instill in you? Um, that you are committed to today? Uh, integrity is one of the big, uh, biggest things he instilled in me and uh, my work ethic. Uh, I got that from my mother as well, but I also got it from him, you know, because uh, I was naturally a pretty <laughs> decent basketball player, so I was pretty lazy. So yeah. I, I was never pushed. So he will always tell me, you know, if you're going to be out there, put in the work. Mm. If, you go, if, you go, if you go be there, give the effort. And so mm. I He's like, it's one thing can't no one give you. You know, talent is a blessing, but effort, you can give effort all the time. You know, you mentioned your mom, and a lot of the mothers are the people that have to drop the kids off at sports, after school sports, attend the games, and, and things along that line. So they're the ones that are really um, doing the carpool thing most of the time, because a lot of times the dads are either absent or they're just working and not available to do that. So you mentioned your mom. What is in the most important lesson that you said that your mom has given you because you're a man of character, you know, you're a man of substance. And so what was that one thing that you said, wow, I'm so glad that she disciplined me, gave me what I needed to give, give me so that I can be able to pass it on. Work ethic. Oh, I'm, wow. My mom work ethic is crazy. So mm. and her and her standards, People are like, you know, I've been in the military. I was in the military for 22 years. So mm. they think my discipline comes from that and my work ethic comes from that. But no, it's my mother. She worked extremely hard and, you know, she made sure that we, we needed to uh, 
the things we needed to do. She's a single mom and, you know, no absentee dad wasn't there at all. And my mom, she just her work ethic is crazy. So, mm. like, if you go do something, do it. Be the best dad. <laughs> no matter what it is, she was a cook. And she was like, mm. I'm trying to be the best cook at all times. So, that's the same thing I take on. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a coach. I'm an instructor, teacher, father, and all these different things. So I try to be the best that I can be. So, and that mm. came from her. Now, you know, that's interesting because you talk about the military. And I know in a lot of the high schools there, um, in our d- district, as a matter of fact, we have an ROTC, they call it. And um, w- are there some things that are similar with, with the military, with ROTC and sports? I mean, I know they both have a certain amount of discipline. But what do you carry from that background of the military or the ROTC transferring it into the sports world well, for your students? For my students, it's always about leadership. I'm, I'm always about trying to create leaders. And, and you know, the military, they, they let you know you got two types of leaders. One is born and one can be created. Mm. And so you look at those kids and you put the kids in different different uh, ways where they can learn and grow. You take them out of their comfort zone. So that's what I do. I take the kids out of their comfort zone. They hate me at first. They can't stand me. But after a while, they, they'll come back and say, okay, I understand what you was doing. So if you're quiet, you go talk today. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so leadership is the main thing because I'm about building youth leadership. And yeah. leadership in the community and being let the kids have a voice. Because, you know, a lot of us, you know, when we get older, we feel that, you know, the kids don't have a voice, but they do. So mm. I try to listen to them. Um, also still guide them because, you know, they still need guidance, but give them guidance and discipline and, you know, just create good leaders in the community. Wow. Wow. And, you know, that's so important because a lot of kids are just falling off of the trail, so to speak, because they don't have good leadership, leadership in the home. Um, they're looking to they come to school and if there's a teacher that they can have confidence in, that means a lot, you know, to not only young men, but also to the young ladies as well. Because that's something that it seems to be missing in the lives of a lot of our youth. You know, um, you mentioned born leaders or created leaders. And obviously you're one of those born leaders because of what you do and how you do what you do, how you work with your students. You know, um, on the field, a lot of students, you said they may be quiet, but they're going to talk when they get to you. You're going to you got to squeeze something out of them when they're on the field and you see the talent in them. But they have this blind spot, something that they can't see themselves that could take them to the next level or to help them to get better. How do you help the students in track and field or in sports be able to realize that blind spot so that they can overcome it and get to that success? Well, with me, is I'm always challenging. I, I, okay. They're challenged every step of the way. And mm. talk when I first meet them, I prepare them for that because I also tell them I make them set their goals with me. What, mm. what, what is it that you want from me? What is it? Why are you here? Because if I don't know the why, I don't know how to get you there. So wow. the thing I ask them is, why are you here and, and where you see yourself by the end of the season? And mm. then once they let me know what why they're here and where they're trying to go, I break it down to them. I let them know, hey, I'm going to challenge you every yeah. step of the way. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to like me. Maybe you go over to the other coach and talk to them. Talk yeah. to them about how you're feeling. But understand, when I come back to you, I'm going to mm. tell you when you're mad. What was that goal you actually helped you to achieve? Wow, wow, wow. You know, having goals in life is very important. And a lot of kids will aspire to, if they could play a little basketball, they say, I'm going to the NBA. Or if they could play football, I'm going to the NFL. They have these goals 
that that they want to aspire to do more. Even if it's in track and field, they want to get the championship. They want to bring home the state, you know, uh, awards and trophies and things like that. Um, the question that you had, why are you here? Which is a it's just like a life's lesson, you know, because we all need to know why we're here and our purpose and things like that, which is really important. And to challenge ourselves, as you was mentioning with that and with that, why are you doing what you do? You know, the why are you where you are today? I mean, is this something that you just kind of landed there or would you say this was a divine plan to put you at this particular place in this particular district to work with these particular students at this time? Oh, I definitely believe it was a divine plan because <laughs> as we talked about it, I didn't even take the job here initially. I initially took the job in Washington. But wow. The, yeah, so I wasn't even going to be here. I actually turned it down because initially uh, I took that job. I'm a very loyal person. So mm. once I say I'm going to do something, I, I want to at least follow through with that. Right, you know? right. And um, being in the military, you know, that, that that discipline and all that stuff and being loyalty to that. Well, wow. I had talked to my brother and uh, they offered me a job here. They called okay. me and said, hey, the job open, are you going to accept it? And I was like, no. And then my brother's like, look, you you're, you don't have to be loyal right now. <laughs> you know, this is the time to be selfish. So yeah, understand yeah. that, hey, you know, this might be for you. But then I, I still turned it down. I still said no. Because mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so, I guess God said, okay, he ain't going to go on his own. <laughs> you got to push him, kick him, huh? Push him. So my mom got sick with cancer. And then once that happened, I was like, okay, I'm going to go back, check on her because... You know, she raised me and my brother and sister. Wow. And I wanted to make mm-hmm. sure I was able to get back to her. So mm-hmm. I talked to my wife. And she was like, okay, do what you need to do. Because I know, you know, you've been doing this military stuff. So <laughs> I know you, you want to take care of your mom. So go ahead and go do what you got to do. So that's yeah. It. So it, everything just lined up perfectly. Wow. Wow. It all started there. Yeah. It's fine. She's mm-hmm. free. I don't yeah. do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And then, like every time I feel like I'm about to, I, I'm doing the wrong thing, God puts something in. Nah, this is what you're supposed to be doing. So, mm. wow. You know, is you mentioned your brother? Is that the person that you turn to? I know there's many, you know, strong men in your life and things because you mentioned the military. Um, is this a, one of the people that you turn to for your continuous learning and support and skill building? Because doing what you do, you have to keep staying on that edge of learning and growing and. And things like that. Is that one of the people that you turn to for continuous education and skill building? I, I, I've turned to him a couple of times. Not, okay. not too often over the years because I'm, I'm mm-hmm. difficult. <laughs> I'm a little difficult. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. But I've had actually questions about this part because mm-hmm. I, I was I was on the, um, I didn't know if I would really want to do it, if this was the right thing to do for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I did and reach out to him. And then my, my wife, she was, she was one of the, Especially to go take care of my mom. She was one of the big inspirations to go do that. She was like, because wow. I allow, you know, her family got sick and I would allow her to go do what she needed to do. Mm. Watch the kids and raise the kids and she had to go home and I let her go. So she was like, you always let me go. So I'm going to go ahead and let you go do what you need to do. Mm. But, wow. You know, being a family man, Nate, how important is, is faith to you? Because it seems like you're you're leading with the heart. You're not just one of those um, people that are just, okay, we got to just grind and get the skills and get to going. But it seems like there's a higher intelligence 
there's a higher guidance in your life that's leading you not only in the direction of where you're going as far as career, but how important is, is faith to you? Oh, it's very important. It's very important to me. I, I truly believe opportunities are given to everyone. Mm. And it's up to us to take those opportunities. So just think about it. Never took this one opportunity. It would have went totally a different way. My life would be somewhere else. So mm. that had that had to be nothing but God to push me in that direction because wow. He knew I wasn't gonna come mm. unless mm. that happened. So. Wow. Wow. Now let's get to the juicy part here. The prestigious athletic club, because not only are you a father, a trainer, a husband and uh, a man of God, but you also develop something that is the prestigious athletic club, uh, which is a non for profit organization for low to middle income youth. Um, why was this important for you to start this organization and what is its purpose? Well, uh, the reason I started it, because I was like, you know, I was I was talented. I was very talented when I was young. So everything, honestly, was free for me. I mm-hmm. never had to pay for anything. You know, I lived in the first projects. So when I went to the Junior Olympics when I was younger, they paid for that. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know where I lived paid for me to go. You know, I, I, when I played other sports, everybody else would pay for me to do it because I was talented. But everybody is not was everybody's not as talented as I was. When mm-hmm. I was so wow. what I started looking at is like. Well, somebody else can have these opportunities, and once I'm put in a position where I'm able to help others, that's what I'm gonna do. And I and I'm not gonna ch- try to overcharge people. I'm mm. not gonna put yeah. all the emphasis on money. I'm putting a more emphasis on effort. So, okay, he comes to me, and a parent and a kid comes to me, and they might can't pay for something. Yeah, give me the effort. You give mm. me. The wow. With wow. 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 So, Putting forth the effort, putting it, putting it in there and things like that. Um, what is some of the things that you're looking at doing? I know in the summer you want to kick off um, a lot of the programs for the prestigious athletic club. Could you describe a little bit of the uh, some of the sports and the age group that you want to work with with the athletic club? Well, last year uh, we only was working with um, 12 to 18. But okay. we had a successful year. Uh, that's all guy. It was a great year. So this year we opened it up to everybody. So mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're opening it up from ages six all the way up because I, I want to put kids around other kids that have the, have the, um, the same mindset as them. And so okay. we opened it up to everyone. So one of the, um, we also do a financial literacy and entrepreneur mm-hmm. class in my own program. So I definitely believe in economics. I, I believe in um, learning financial literacy because I didn't even learn it until I got to the military. Mm. So we look how far behind I was for my peers that knew all this mm. information about credit, credit scores, learning how to um, build a business. So mm. one of our um, programs is called Money Take. So with that Money Take is we brought in after the peanut, after the peanut that uh, Dr. Natalie Coleman, yes. she, she led that for us and mm. she came in and she taught the kids how to put a business together from scratch, from mm. logos to colors, letting them know that what co- colors mean things, why you want to pick this color, um, mm. different logos. And then, you know, at the end, if you had Shark Tank, at our award ceremony, we did a Shark Tank uh, presentation. So the kids had to get up there, and a lot of them was nervous in public speaking because how many times do our kids get opportunities to do Right, exactly. So, we we all and so they got to do the competition. We did really well, 
and we was very proud of that. So this year, because I always want to constantly, I don't want to leave that one kid behind. Yeah. So I'm focused on sports and financial literacy. So this year we're adding more art. So yes, art and film. So that that's that's what we're going next. Wow. It's really amazing because there's not, I can't think of any sports program or athletic club that encompasses financial literacy, um, you know, that encompasses public speaking, um, that encompasses financial literacy, you know, um, working with young people, you know, from, from ages, I think it's what, 6 to 18 or something. Well, this year we're going to go from 6 to 18, but when we're doing the financial literacy portion, we most likely go start off at 8th grade, 7th, 8th grade and up. Okay. Okay. But, uh, we want the kids because we had a few kids. I know they wanted to do it, but I was like, let let, let us work out things first. So, yeah. Yeah. And we're going to be talking to um, Caitlin, which is one of your business partners, about the media aspect a little bit later on um, at another broadcast. But when you talk about art, that's interesting because a lot of the schools have cut out a lot of the those types of programs. And so kids are very gifted. They're very talented. They don't have anywhere to express that. And, you know, you find a lot of kids doing graffiti on trains and walls and murals because they're not able to express the that that type of talent or the performing arts talent. Um, it's either you do sports or you just go to school, you know, regularly or be, play in the band or something like that. But I think this program is something that's so needed and it's going to encompass a lot of ages, a wide range of ages. Um, and it's something for everyone, like the whole family, you know, whether you're in elementary school, junior high or high school, there's something that you can participate in and there's something you can learn. And and I really take my hat off to you because this is a program that is really um, needed, you know, for the community, not just our community here of the Chicagoland area, but it's a program that's needed from state to state, actually, because there's not um, programs where they're teaching public speaking for, you know, kids and they're teaching financial literacy and and they're teaching sports, you know, and, you know, the money talks and all of these things and then doing an award ceremony. I mean, once you get the championship at the end of the season or you don't get it, that's pretty much it. But you're bringing the kids together and they're having an award ceremony. So they're being applauded for the work that they put in because you talked about discipline earlier and all of that. And so it's so important to be able to have all of these different components together. Um, what are some of the needs that you have, Nate? Because with this type of organization doing this, this is a, a mammoth type of program. What are some of the needs that you have for our listening audience out there? Uh, besides financing, I know that you can always use monies. Um, but what are some of the <laughs> what are and I know you have a lot of people that are on board coaches and things like that. But what are some of the needs that you have for some of the people that are listening out there that may want to participate and help out the prestigious athletic club? You nailed the first one, of course. Definitely financially, <laughs> definitely need that. And but you know, um, just just you know, just word of mouth. Definitely mm -hmm. let people know because I really don't promote too much on my own so this is new to me i don't like to <laughs> you know so my team like nate you gotta get out here and do it so you know just a lot of word of mouth a lot of support and you know finances and also um if you see a kid out there that just you don't worry about their talent just mm. just, just you know if they need a place to go they need somewhere they need to belong to they need something they work hard hey go on my website shoot yeah. me a quick email and i'm willing to talk to any kid you know, wow. I think um, 
we get put in boxes and I and I don't want no one put in the box. So mm. if I can if I don't have the answers, I'm willing to help find the answers for the kid. So if I can help them with track and field, basketball, or any sport, I'll help. I just had an email the other day. They asked me, can I help? Absolutely, I'll help. I normally don't do individual workouts anymore, but I'll help your child. Wow. Also, yeah, so just if you see a kid out there that, that's on effort, working hard, send them my way. Mm-hmm. We'll help them out, put them around kids that want to want to help them out too because we're just trying to build this up. With, mm-hmm. You know, just giving these, these kids a voice. Mm-hmm. And how old is the, the prestigious athletic club? Is it it's about one year? Okay, it's about a year old, and you have done so much in one year. I mean, the ground that you have covered, the people that you've helped, the kids that you've helped, and the people that have signed on. Who are some of the type of uh, talent, leadership talent that you signed on? As far as I know, there's coaches because you needed a lot of coaches to kind of spread out this whole Will County area. But what are some of the other areas that you may have need of, as far as um, in this area, because you're talking about arts and you're talking about financial literacy. We mentioned, um, you know, the peanut company that is just phenomenal. Miss Natalie, she's awesome. Um, and like I said, we're going to talk about the media aspect of this a little bit later on with your partner, um, Caitlin Morris. But um, are there any other needs that you can have besides the money um, that you kind of said, hey, it'd be great if we had an artist or or something yeah, along those lines? I definitely people are like, I want to get some kids the spoken word. So mm. if there's some teachers out there that want to come in and partner up with us um, to help with my kids that want to do spoken word, that want to paint, that want to do any, any, my, my main thing is anything that's going to benefit a child. If you come to me and say, hey, mate, I think this might be a good idea. and You're a good character person. My platform is your platform because I, I don't believe in being selfish. Mm-hmm. If I'm able to create this and, and help Joliet, it helped yeah. the Will County area. Mm-hmm. You got an idea? Let's go. So yeah. <laughs> anything, anything that's wow. for the kids. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. No child left behind for real. <laughs> for real. No child left behind. That's that's what the, the whole motto is. Nate, how can um, our listening audience get a hold of the prestigious athletic club, get a hold of you to be able to get more information about the organization, um, to be able to connect with you as a coach uh, and things like that? Because like I said, you're helping um, youth everywhere. You know, you're not just saying, hey, I'm only in this particular district. But if a person wants to do something and want to move forward in their life, you know, you're there with open hands, willing to help and reach out in any way that you can. Um, so how can they get in contact with the prestigious athletic club? They definitely just go on my website, prestigeathletic.com. You go right in there, you get contact, and you can fill out all the information. And it'll come directly to my phone. I normally answer everybody within five to 10 minutes. Okay. So, and then where's, where's it located right now? As far I know it's in the Joliet area, the Joliet, well, Illinois, see, Chicago we, area. We run it out of Joliet West. You know, they're one of our, Joliet West is one of my partners. And of course I work here too. So I really appreciate uh, Millsap, the AD here. He supports me a hundred percent on what I'm trying to do. But then I think we're going to have to, since they're fixing the track out here. <laughs> so we get under construction. I think we're going to end up moving over to the park district, but we're still working out those kinks right now. But okay. anytime you can just, like I said, just email me and my and the phone numbers on there on my website as well. And it comes directly to my phone and I will answer if I'm not in the basement because I work in the basement. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's prestigiousathleticclub.org or .net? Dot com. Dot com. Prestigiousathleticclub.com to get more information 
on this yeah. awesome organization. I mean, they have a lot of things planned for 2023 uh, that they're going to be working with. They're trying to expand this to other areas. Uh, so if there are some parents out there or young people out there that are wanting to be involved in things like art and sports and financial literacy, public speaking, um, I mean, they've got it going on. And I am so excited that they're in this particular area. And we are also looking forward to working with them as well in the media area. We're going to be talking to Caitlin uh, next week about the prestigious athletic club and the media aspects of what she's doing with that. So this is an organization that has a lot of opportunities. Um, and it's really, really important to get your kids involved because a lot of programs have been canceled. They don't have the funding. Um, you know, staff is low, but this organization is reaching out for other partners within the community to help hold hands, to be able to embrace our youth out there with all this talents and all the gifts and things like that we have going on. Well, he's a coach and he's got to, and it's after school time for us. And so he's got to get out there to the field and be able to work with these students. <laughs> I got one more thing. We also starting something for the adults too. So just to let you know. So with the adults, um, what we, we I'm, I'm going to be working with uh, celebrity chef Aaron Sane and Sane Fit Meals. So we're actually thinking about putting together a three-day um, um, fitness retreat. So for people 35 and over, and we're going to go out there and we want to do education. We want to educate, and he's going to cook for them, and he's going to uh, break it down, what he's cooking, what he's putting in the meals. Then we want to have educational classes about fitness and things that they can do on their off time. Because I know as we get older, moving and busting, we get so busy that we can't take 20 minutes. <laughs> Friends, we're just about out of time. Thanks for listening. If you did not hear this entire broadcast, please visit our website for updates and more information. And please leave a comment at www.road2eternity.net. And remember, you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted, use your gifts to impact the world. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.